At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Number two of Veasan's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Billen. It is Veasan's primetime action. By the way, his last name is Bidlin. Sorry to have botched that, Kelly. Apologies to you, sir. Um, we can make up for it by sending it to you for a baseball update, though, sir. How about yeah, that? Yeah, it's okay. You've gotten it right like 9,800 times before. Right. So I'll right. allow it once. I'll Thank you. Once. Uh, okay, baseball updates. Phillies in the Nats into the bottom of the fourth now. Phillies still with a one nothing lead. They are minus 280 live. Nationals plus 225 if you wanted to hop in on Gill's team. Five and a half is the live total. Marlins up on the Mets, 2 to nothing. bottom of the third. The Marlins minus 250 live. Mets plus 207 and a half. Your total. Yankees extending their lead over the Orioles, now up 4 to nothing in the bottom of the third. The Blue Jays still with that 3-0 lead over the Indians. Top of the fourth inning now in Toronto. The Indians plus 650 live. If you wanted to hop in there, 8.5 the total. Mariners and Rays, 1-1, bottom of the third. Rays minus 190 live, though. Mariners plus 155 and 7.5 is your live total. Red Sox up on the Tigers, 2-1, bottom of the third inning. Red Sox minus 180 live. Tigers plus 150 and 10.5. The total Reds up on the Twins in the bottom of the third, two to one. Reds minus two eighty live. Twins plus two twenty five and nine and a half. Your total. 
Zach Wheeler no hitting the Nats through yeah. four. Yes, the uh, as we just mentioned, the Cy Young front runner now with the injury to Jacob Degrom is through four. He has walked somebody, so no perfect game in play here, but. Uh, four strikeouts through four innings, no hits allowed. His ERA down to 238 on the season. You don't have any Olympic fever at all, do you? No, I don't try to pretend like I care about any of these things that void, I don't actually care about. Void of Olympic fever. Yeah. That's it, you, Danielle. You're, you're all about it. It's yeah, like the deal, you know, USA. when the Kentucky Derby comes around every year, people pretend to like horse racing for you like 48 that, hours. Like, you bet like, on that, didn't you? They like it for like 48 hours, and then they never talk horse racing again for like another yeah. 363 days, and then they pretend to like it again for another 40. It's like the same thing with the Olympics. Every four years comes around, and people are like, oh, you know what's awesome? Handball. And like, no, it's not. You, it's not you, you don't seek ball, out they handball have more any games. other time throughout the course of the year. No, you don't. It's just it's just the spectacle of it. It's, it's all it is. It's a novelty is what it this is. This feels like a jab at me because I brought up curling one time, and he's like, you don't like curling. You're not watching curling the rest of the year. And, and like, you're not. True. You yeah. would if you could, though. You just can't. Yeah, maybe not. But you I, watch I it more play, than cornhole, I would though. love to play in, like, a beer league, like, curling league, you know, so if anybody else wants to sign up. With you me, a, you a, a sweeper, or are you the guy pushing? Yeah, I think you I mean, we've got the ice rink up in Summerlin. You should talk to him about making some some curling leagues up talk there. To him. See, like, Matt, you know? It's like right next to Matt's house, and he doesn't even want to join me in that. He's like, no, no. I come up, over and watch, probably. I brought that up with one intention, just to wind Matt up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you you guys have seen it. You've got friends that do it. It's like, you're all like, you know, it's awesome? Water polo. It's like, you know, is it? I mean, yeah. Is it really? Is it really well, awesome? Yeah, it's pretty, they're pretty impressive. I'm just saying, pretty, the reason I brought it up, pretty, pretty impressive. I was just bringing it up because they showed on the screen down here. Last night's 400-meter uh, men's hurdles, 400-meter hurdles on the men's side, where Karsten Warholm of Norway and Rye Benjamin of the USA both, both broke the world that record was wild. I saw at the, the same time. At yeah, and Warholm from Norway breaks the 46-second barrier. Apparently, that was a big thing in the 400-meter hurdles. Matt knew that. He just didn't want to share. Uh, But his reaction to winning was to rip his jersey off. And I'm just wondering, like, if I won something like that, would that be my instinct to do that? To just like, ah. I was wondering about that earlier, too. Is that like, like, this is how much heart I got? Or is it like very disrespectful to your country to rip off, uh, like, the Norway sign? You know, like, you're. I would run without the jersey on in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way I would do it. Yeah. That's how you get in marketing. I I don't know when that race was going on last night, Gil, but I have a feeling that's when I was trying to figure out, like, what app I needed to watch USA basketball. So, this is the biggest single complaint about the Olympics now. Now, right, as opposed to when we were kids, where we knew it's on one channel and one channel alone, you can't it was find not hard anything. Hard to find, right? Like you couldn't get away from it before. Now you don't even know when things are on. And I know that part of that is it's happening at a different time zone, obviously. But yeah. we've had that before. But I, I was, like I said, I was betting on Team Israel, and I'm streaming it while I'm getting ready for a numbers game this morning. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is what my life has come to. I'm watching streamed. Team Israel baseball. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. They yes. paid a billion dollars yes. for the rights to this. It seems like it should be very easy to find anything. Like yeah. it should just be beaten over your well, head. Well, they're having trouble with it. advertisers now. People are upset because they thought they were going to get a certain number of eyes and they're seeing quite a bit less. So they're having to deal with that now. Well, it was even difficult for me to find it streaming. Like I'm just like, shouldn't there just be, shouldn't that be easy? No. They just had little highlight clips. You can't find like the actual full event. We will get like a U- Team USA basketball finals on regular 
over-the-air uh, television, I right? I heard no. I heard it's all on Peacock or NBC Sports. Maybe oh. Drew Dinsick can correct me if I'm completely wrong. Let's bring him in because he is a bit of an Olympics expert. And if Matt Brown will indulge us, we will actually get some Olympics bets here for a few minutes before yes. we go on to more sports that are more amenable to your hey, liking. Hey, listen, I am positive that Drew, the other three years, uh, you know, between <laughs> is definitely searching out all of the all of the handball and the, you know, whatever this guy's doing on the thing right here and all that. <laughs> whatever this guy's doing. That would be the uneven bars, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Every, everyone uh, loves this stuff uh, so much that you can't find it on all of the sports actually, channels that need content so incredibly go, badly go, that they're go, running go. poker reruns from t- 12 years ago. But no, everyone loves these sports so much. <laughs> This make is this the stuff. high bar, by the way, not high the bar. uneven. Yeah, the high, You're right. Yeah, I didn't see a second bar. The high bar. The uneven bars is the women. Oh, come, yeah, on. Sorry. come on. Apologies. Gymnastics. How did you know? Low-hanging fruit. Everybody watches that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew. I don't know if these events have happened tonight, but I want to get these out of the way real quick. There's a sure. women's kayaking event tonight that you had a play on, and yep. also the 400-meter hurdles on the women's side as well, correct? Yeah, no, neither has gone off the air, both in prime time. And actually, you know, you can, I can tell you guys aren't betting on the Olympics because that's like, like step one literally is figure out exactly what time everything starts. Um, because there's, uh, you know, there's an opportunity to take some shots. Uh, you know, there's, there's been a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of decided events where the markets were still up over the course of a couple of weeks. I missed so tennis you, matches because of that. They kept flipping oh, around oh, times. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure, they moved the um, they moved the uh, women's Olympic uh, marathon swimming up two hours and didn't tell anyone because the water was so warm in the uh, Tokyo Bay, uh, and so I was expecting it about eight thirty um, eight thirty a.m. local time. It went off at six thirty a.m. and so you know not that that was you know not that that provided any edge because you know marathon swimming it wasn't decided until literally the last five minutes. But you know there's been uh, there's been other stuff where there's been um, you know pretty rapid uh, group group. Um, uh, yeah, the surfing, the surfing was the one that was the most fun because the surfing head to head, there was nobody else out there except for maybe one or two journalists live reporting results. And they were very, um, okay. The waves are good enough. Go, you know, as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to this will start at this time. Uh, so I got, I caught a couple of uh, freebies on the uh, surfing head to head. That was a lot of fun. All right. So in those two events, what are you suggesting people wager on tonight? So the the star of the week, Lisa Carrington of New Zealand, she is uh, doing the flat water kayaking um, and she is per- performing at an all universe level right now. She was in the sprint last night. It was a 200 meter sprint um, and she won with absolute gusto. Like it was it, like, 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 like picture like this fast, you know, a fast sprint in the, in the swimming or the running. And she was like the only person on screen. It was that dominant of a performance in the 200 meter. Um, she is a reigning. She has, you know, last time she lost a race head to head, I believe was 2011. Uh, so anytime she's been, you know, single, single, uh, rower, she's, uh, she is the champion. Uh, she is in the 500 tonight. She's a meaningful favorite, but, uh, she makes a, a, a pretty decent parlay leg with anything else that you have. That's uh, that you think is high confidence. It's chalky, um, including the uh, women's 400 meter hurdles. We have Sydney McLaughlin going off in the 400 meter hurdles last night. You mentioned the men's 400 meters was incredible. It was so much drama. I was on uh Rye Benjamin with our guy, Ed, Ed, uh, Fang and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's 
felt like he had the speed. He felt like he had a faster race in him than we saw in the semifinals. He only missed beating uh, Vorholm by about 0.7 hundredths of a second in the semifinals. So I thought he had it. Uh, I did not think Vorholm could go sub 46 there. That was absolutely insane. So it was cool to see. Uh, congratulations to Vorholm. Uh, hopefully that everything was on the up and up there. Not not bitter about that at all. You know, the, you know that was a totally normal reaction to you know, go and rip your jersey. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, but Sydney uh, McLaughlin, she'll, uh, she'll, she'll, this will be less dramatic in my opinion. I think this is going to be a pretty comfortable one for her. Okay. There you go. You okay, Matt? We got through then? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, okay. we're, we have a bat. Might as well talk basketball and Olympic basketball okay. since we're already here. Right. Um, have you been, one, have you been betting Olympic basketball? And two, do you think that there is anything out there at this point for people to try and take advantage of? Yeah, I've been firing live on USA. They've been starting extremely slow. Uh, the first quarter offense after this team USA has just been stagnant. Uh, no good ball movement. When they do have ball movement, they tend to find the worst three-point shooter on the floor in a very uncomfortable and well-defended position to get off a, a contested three-point shot. Uh, and then as the as the game goes on, Team USA just just on the basis of greater depth more you know, more talent it starts to tip the balance later in games you saw it last night with spain they lose the first quarter outright they go into the second quarter they they go into halftime tied uh, but spain just didn't have enough depth enough uh, out of their kind of their older legs there to get them across the finish line so you team usa gets a, a comfortable win um and uh you know the 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 firing on them live has been a very uh, effective way to to back, back the united states in in the last handful of games here and i'm going to continue to do that and opportunities that are available um and then pretty obviously slovenia is legit they have luka Doncic. there's really not much else you need to say the rest of the pieces around Doncic are comfortable playing with them this is a relatively uh, cohesive unit uh, you know as opposed to team usa where you've taken all these ex- extremely talented parts and kind of throw them all into a uh you know into a pot and mix them together you know slovenia actually has chemistry and then you you drop uh you know a creator like Doncic into the mix that team is outstanding and i would expect slovenia gets by france relatively comfortably i laid the points there um and i think uh i think they you, you know i think usa will get by australia i don't think australia has the quality to sustain uh you know a full four quarters of basketball against us even with these weird FIBA rules uh so i think usa slovenia is probably your gold medal final uh and it should be a really competitive game now you know i, I would guess that you're probably going to see slovenia as a six and a half seven ish point dog based on the way we've seen them lining these USA games. And uh, I'm going to think long and hard about taking those points, assuming everybody's healthy. Heptathlon, decathlon, and the 200 meters. What do you got there? Yeah, so heptathlon, decathlon, obviously those are more lengthy events. Um, That is... um, it's it's kind of it's the multi event. If you haven't seen it before, you brought it up this morning. But uh, you know, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and uh, Flor- Florence Griffith Joyner, uh, you know, some very famous heptathletes of years past. Uh, you know, you do some sprints, you do some middle distance, you do some field events, and you have a cumulative score that uh, you know goes up against your other opponents. Uh, it's kind of the you know it's it's really the the true test of uh, athletics. Uh, you know, a- across all the competition, and uh, I like the reigning gold medal uh, winner in the heptathlon. You have um, uh, Belgian uh, Tiam. Uh, she's about minus 150. 
for whatever reason, the betters are keen on this uh, this uh, Great Britain woman who is suffering from a pretty meaningful Achilles injury, the best I can tell you. Uh, so I don't think she has a reasonable shot to get it done against uh, you know against uh, the the um, the Belgian. So Belgian team, I backed her at minus one fifty. Uh, there are some kind of some of the market making books out there have her closer to minus two twenty five. I think that's a pretty fair price for her. So I wouldn't play it if you can't find it about a minus one fifty or so. Uh, and then the decathlon, I like the second choice. The uh, uh, favorite in that one is a Canadian Damian Warner. He is a great athlete. He is a, a tremendous talent. You know, he absolutely will medal in this event. Um, but I think that uh, the, the betting market is overstating his chances just a bit. Uh, and really it comes down to um, 2019 worlds at the decathlon. Uh, the, uh, the French world record holder at the time, uh, Kevin Meyer, who was uh, expected to win pretty comfortably, uh, had a little bit of trouble with this pole vault. Uh, you know, some, he, he claimed it was an injury, pulled himself out of the race. I think he just knew he wasn't going to qualify with, you know, he wasn't going to make a pole vault, which would have disqualified him. But either way, he is fully recovered. Uh, he has kind of spoken pretty outwardly about how much he loves the country of Japan as just far, as far as a culture and, and competing there. He feels like it's a second home. And so uh, I'm expecting him to have a pretty outstanding decathlon here. And uh, he is, uh, again, second choice at about plus 150. And I think this is more of a 50-50 kind of a race than, uh, than the market uh, currently making Warner as a, a meaningful favorite. All right, men's javelin. No, uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk NBA uh, free. I got free a women's pole vault for you. The U.S. That's coming up later this week, and the U.S. gal uh, is going to dominate. It's this is a this is a coin flip between the U.S. gal and the Russian gal. They go back and forth. Um, I can't pull up her name as fast as I would like, probably, but uh, and I don't want to embarrass her by getting it wrong. Nagodi, Nagodi, that's her. Like that Drew, that's her. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna win gold for us in the uh, in the pole vault, women's pole vault. Plus one fifty. NBA free agency, what happened over the last couple of days that uh, raised your eyebrows? Anything that uh, maybe made you take a look at a team a little bit harder? Yeah, I was, I've kind of been sitting on this thought that the Bucks were wildly undervalued coming into the season after that incredible championship run we saw from them. There's whiff of, an, you know, when you're this disrespected by the betting market, when you're not really getting pats on the back by the other superstars in the league and they're like, oh, don't compare me to Giannis. And, oh, you know, yeah, the Bucks. this was a asterisk, uh, asterisk title. So everybody was injured. You know, it, it, it has a lot of whiffs of the Golden State Warriors after their first championship where they came into that next season and then they were like, oh, you didn't think we were worthy uh, champion title winners? Oh, we're going to light this league on fire. And they go and they win, you know, 73 and nine uh, on the back of just a pretty outstanding, uh, you know, team effort. You know, they just cared. They cared more during the regular season. They you know, go out 24 and 0, and, you, know, the, you know, they take it from there. I can feel a little bit of that in the air with the Bucks here, uh, especially since they're pretty much bringing back their core. Um, and the Eastern Conference is weak. I mean, the, outside of the Nets, you really don't have, you know, 76ers, I think, are they likely taking a meaningful step backwards. Uh, you know, the Heat made a bunch of moves, but they still have huge questions in terms of what kind of offensive contrib- contributions you can expect out of a lot of these guys. Um, so I think the, uh, you know, with, with the really the relatively softer conference, the Bucks can probably put up a, just an eye-popping number of wins this regular season, which means, yeah, maybe they not, they're not going to, you know, be... Uh, you know, meaningful favorite against the Nets in a best of seven series. Um, But the, you know, for sure at eight to one, that's going to come in a lot. 
Uh, and, you know, when the Nets made a couple moves that were kind of didn't really move the needle for me, um, the Nets, I still think, are a huge question mark that all three of their, you know, their big three are going to remain healthy for the duration of the regular season, uh, especially considering age and what we just saw these guys have to, you know, go through this last season. Expecting them to be healthy throughout the duration, I think, is a, a tall ask. Um, and, you know, the only piece of news, a very quiet piece of news that came across the wire that threw a bunch of cold water on trying to get a bunch down on this bucks price was they let PJ Tucker go to Miami. And again, this barely moved, you know, this barely made, you know, meaningful headlines across the, you know, the, the ball, the big splashy moves yesterday, but PJ Tucker was so unbelievably important in that net series, being able to play one-on-one against Kevin Durant after Kevin Durant was lighting them on fire. And, and, you know, you basically, I was, I remember watching that series and I was literally just counting fouls for PJ Tucker. Cause I was like, if PJ Tucker gets in foul trouble, I'm firing on the nets. This game is over, you know? And it's like, if you have that much of a kind of an, an impact on a series and in a game, I can't believe they let him walk out the door. And I think that was ultimately in a seven best of seven series. If the nets get there healthy, that's probably going to be the distinguishing factor. So uh, I'll take, I'll still probably take the bucks at the best price I can find uh, just because I do think that that number is going to come in substantially. Um, but uh, I was pretty bummed in terms of actually getting that kind of a ticket home just based on that. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do now in terms of defense, uh, you know, to, you know, especially if KD is as good as we saw in this last playoffs. Could not agree with you more about that Bucks uh, market price assessment. Do you feel similarly about the Suns and their being disrespected in the market? A little bit. Uh, Chris Paul is still a huge injury question mark. Can he make it through another series after how many, how much they asked him to play this year? And his impact, his importance is obviously pretty massive. But uh, it's not like you can really. I, I can't tell you with the straight face that the Clippers and the Suns ought to be the same price. That seems insane to me. Uh, and I can't tell you with the straight straight face that the Lakers have, uh, you know, a two or two or um, two or three t- x chance to win the Western conference than the Suns. This was you know, plus 140. That's saying like they have about a 40% chance to win Suns plus plus 800. That's saying they have about a 10%. So you're telling me there's a four times as likely that the Lakers are going to get to, you know, get to the finals as, as the Suns team, which is deeper, which is going to be a year older and a year more experienced and, uh, and has other than Chris Paul, a very young and healthy roster. Uh, that's a, that's, I, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make math sense. So I think, you know, it's tough for me to say uh, that that's, you know, a strong play that you're going to get, you know, you're going to get that ticket home. But I can tell you that the top of that board is insane. Lakers plus 140, Warriors plus 280, way too many older players after a very long physical season um, and, uh, you know, health question marks swirling on both of those rosters. Uh, Any of these long shots, Suns, Jazz, Nuggets, uh, even the Mavs probably have some betting value. Drew, we can't appreciate it, or, or we should say we, we, we appreciate it greatly. We can't thank you enough, sir. Best of luck to you guys tonight. You too. Drew Densick, you can follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Uh, the two podcasts, the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with his buddy Andy Molitor, and NBC Sports uh, Bet the Edge podcast, which he does with uh, Sarah Perlman. All of those where all podcasts are available. There you go. Some Olympics action Javelin has you. begun. You know what was the best part of that? Yeah. Matt tried to make a joke, and then Drew was like, oh, I do have a pole vault one for you. <laughs> yeah. I almost did the same thing with steeplechase, but I was like, nope, nope. Drew, Drew probably has a play on it. So 
There was a I, I was debating between javelin and hammer throw, yeah. but like yeah. what is what is I noticed that what's the hammer? It's like Thor. It's that um yeah. the ball on oh, the chain. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like, like Thor. Yeah. You know, not the shot put, but the ball with the hand. The ball's got yeah. the, the yeah. with the chain. Oh, the shot put is great. Like who decided that that should be a skill? I did shot put in high school. Did you really? Yeah. Who decided that we should swim inefficiently? That's what I've never understood. Like, like after you swim forward, like who's like, oh, you know, we should do try to swim very much more inefficiently. Well, let's do this that no one can do let's without their shoulder the, falling. Down. Let's get back to the shot put thing with Danielle next, right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. That's interesting. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Back 
back on VEASAN's Primetime Action, live from the South Point on the tip of the strip, as we like to say. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, Zach Wheeler's no-hitter was broken up, uh, but the Phillies still lead the Nationals one to nothing. Now in the bottom of the sixth, as uh, Wheeler has uh, just given up the one hit uh, to Yadiel Hernandez to lead off the bottom of the fifth. But Patrick Corbin having a great game, too. He's come yeah. six innings. He's only given up three hits and struck out eight. Yeah. In that one. And losing. And on, losing. On, on the record for, for taking a loss if this holds up. Uh, Danielle, can we get back to what you were just saying before the break? Because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Shot put. Sh- shot put. So, you first of all, how you you were in track and field yes. at UCLA? No, in high school. In high school. I was <laughs> going to say. UCLA has very good track and field. I was going to ask. So, <laughs> what, what made you decide? Like, at what point were you like, you know what, this shot put, I think I might have it in me. I was doing track and field. I was doing running and high jump. I was doing hurdles mostly. And then I wanted to get out of running practice for the day. Ah. So I went over to the shot put area ah. and I ended up being very good at it. And I think it was cheerleading related because when I was in high school in cheerleading, I, I was the base. I threw the other people. So I was actually pretty <laughs> strong. So I said, hey, we're usually throwing like 100 plus pound girls. This ball's only eight pounds. Maybe we can make this work. So, yeah, it ended up being my best event. What, what other events did you do? A high jump and then 110 meter hurdles. Wow. Yeah. Get down with your bad self. I I did I didn't I, did, I mean I wish heptathlete or decathlon would be to to run trot hurdle. You know, trot, like, trot. Like, you know, me like try to like just like climb over a hurdle. Those things are not small. It, it would take no. me forever. I did hurdles even before high school, though. But and then and did it for a while. And then the first hurdle that I crashed over, I could never get out of my head again to get over another one. See, my strategy was to jump so high that I wasn't near it at all. Terrible <laughs> technique. Not what you're supposed to do at all. But I never hit a hurdle. Yeah. So, so high. Anyway, Matt, would you I would like, like to see Kelly do hurdles? Run the hurdles. Oh, that would be bizarrely entertaining. We're gonna we're gonna have to do that. This would just add it to the I mean, list. I there's mean, so again, I can't. Yeah. I, there's no way I could clear one of those. So it would be like old man getting over How like a, a chain link fence. Like the men's ones are high, the men's ones are higher. There are high hurdles and then there are normal sized hurdles. Yeah, can I get like yeah. like whatever they use like in elementary school like track and field? Yeah, like you know they probably like yay high. <laughs> Yay, I. So what? Uh, yeah, I still think we should start with the free throw contest and then work from yeah, there. That's a good call. Yeah. But, but back to the swimming thing. Because I was as I, I did watch some swimming mm-hmm. over the over vacation. Oh, he makes an admission. Yes, I did watch some swimming. Where, where he's going I did with? though. The thought though went into my head is as I'm watching them. I agree. Do butterfly and, and then the breaststroke and then like the backstroke. So I'm going. Who, who, how did this become a thing where we're like, oh, we can swim very efficiently and fast this way. Let's try these things that are incredibly inefficient. Well, backstroke is efficient if you're trying to save somebody else. So I don't know if you've ever seen lifeguard swim with somebody. So that's a way, a reason you would need backstroke. Also breaststroke. That the backstroke was invented to save people? Maybe. I don't know. But Matt, I've thought about this before and I think I've got the answer. The answer is obviously that whoever finished second, whoever whoever the first swimming race and the guy who kept losing was like, well, I bet you can't swim as good as me when I go like this. Mm. I mean, right? Like, that's the only, that's the only way it makes sense. Someone, someone found out they could do it well. Right. And then they were like, I challenge you. I invented you. a new one. Yes, I challenge you. Well, technically, I think, at least when I was swimming in junior college, you could swim freestyle any stroke because it's freestyle. So there was you couldn't get DQ'd for swimming a different stroke. Why would you? Because Why they're all slower you? than freestyle. Right. 
but you could. See, I'm partial. Well, that's to, interesting. I didn't know that. I'm partial it's to the though. summer games because, to me, this is obviously this is the original Olympics from Greece. Running, swimming, basic sort of Throwing human things. things, right? Whereas, what's the John Stewart line about the Winter Olympics? He said these are more drunken dares than they are actual sports. <laughs> you know, he's like, let's get in this like ski in this car area. thing and fly down a mountain, sort of deal. Bobsled. Yeah, I want I can a bobsled. You I can agree with that take. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, that makes sense. Like who, came, like bobsledding? Like really, who came up with that idea? It's like we need a roller coaster, but let's put it on ice. As it, opposed to the luge, which is done differently. They're also more dangerous, right? Like they're more. They seem more X Games. Oh, related. they're definitely oh, more dangerous. Yeah. With, with apologies to skiing, which I love, by the way. These people that go down the thing and then launch themselves like <laughs> half a mile, like on the deal, whatever, like Perfect four, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what? The, that is, yes, that is incredibly dangerous. I'm surprised we don't get a death every could single. You, could Olympics. you do that again? That yeah, was great you know how they do that? Like they, they just launch themselves. And like, some of them are flipping. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the people that are doing all that. That's just completely. Man, I think you should, you should compete, man. You got the four down. <laughs> I, there's a in, in Park City where they, where they had the had the Olympics. You can go up there and you can go down the the little thing except you just land in the water and so i, I i've you done did that, that? yeah all right. a few times so you, you just looks like in the water. It. you worked on it looks floor. like you've done it yeah. yeah was that ski jumping or was that smooth criminal for michael jackson it was one or the other a little bit of both beautiful a little bit of both and at least we'll look at those standings since we talk about the phillies and the nationals and the mets a lot tonight we'll look at those and then 32 teams in 32 shows we got to get to that too that's next as well right here on vsense primetime action The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all access VSIN subscription, which includes our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything else we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all access trial today at slash subscribe. Gil. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, 32 teams and 32 shows. Just to clarify, if you're tuning in for the first time, is the NFL. We are going through all teams of the National Football League as lead up uh, up to the season this year. And we have gotten to the AFC West. We'll talk about the Chiefs tonight in depth on the Kansas City Chiefs. Who uh, Patrick Mahomes was asked the other day, hey, what about uh, you guys think you can go undefeated? He's like, yeah, we can go 20-0 or whatever it is. So we'll get uh, Matt Brown's thoughts on that. We'll uh, bat the Chiefs around the room. And we'll also do some, uh, I guess, Danielle, you have some NFL special props coming up as well individual sort of props about yardage and I think receiving. it has Matt Brown written all over oh, it. Oh, yeah, he's going to be yeah. all over it. We got some wacky ones. Wacky ones yeah, coming yeah. up. I mean, I've got like an over-under in my in my head of how long it will last, like we talk about it before we move on, but... Oh, you think it, it's going to go short or long? It's a risky long? one. It's one of those that you guys will either love or it's going to be like, nah, these are, these are pointless. Move on. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. There could be a five-minute bleed over or we could be done with so it in two I, minutes. I would say when people – we pull back the curtain here. 95% of the time, I know exactly what, what's in Gil's wheelhouse, what's in Matt's wheelhouse, what's in Danielle's wheelhouse to design this show. Every once in a while, though, I'm like, this is either going to work really well or not at all. So That's I, one of them. I kind of enjoy those segments. All right. 
see how the uh, let's see how this goes. What you have right here for us, Danielle? Okay. The NL East? Yes. Yes. So we have NL East odds here. Uh, the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, and the Nationals all in action right now. The Mets are the favorite to win the division here, minus 245. They are 55 and 50, sitting at first right now, but they are down to the Marlins right now in the fifth. The Phillies, they're sitting at four to one to win the NL East here. They're 53 and 53 on the season, second right now, and they are up on the Nationals yet again. Four to nothing now. Yeah. Braves plus 450. They're 52 and 54 for third right now. And the Nationals are 49 and 57 for fourth. And they are again losing to the Phillies right now in game. The Braves are up in their game. So, with apologies to my Nationals, 80 to 1 bet to win the division, this has to be the Phillies as the best bet, right? Phillies are about to be. If these scores hold up tonight and the Mets lose and the Phillies win, again, the Phillies up four in the top of the seventh, the Mets down three in the bottom of the fifth. The Phillies will be a game and a half out. And if you did play the evening slate when we were talking to when we were talking to Spore earlier, he said, I think you should probably go against John Lester. Yes. Five spot for the Braves in the first. There you go. Yeah. Five Paulie. spot for the Braves. That's why we have Paulie on. Hope yeah. you stack the Braves. Yeah, I'm not the uh, the biggest baseball better, but I can tell you one thing. If you want to bet the Mets at DraftKings, I'm going to bet that yes to make the playoffs price over the to win a division because that's uh, that's simple math right there. Minus two twenty five versus minus two forty five. That is a very good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. No, that's very that's that's awesome that you point that out because that is true. Why play the minus two forty five? If you get the two extra wild card spots to yeah, mess with it, you minus get two extra outs for cheaper. <laughs> for cheaper, makes no sense whatsoever. Extra outs for cheaper. Are yeah. there any yeses here at plus money on the playoff side of things? Phillies, That's interesting. Phillies, Phillies plus three eighty, sure. I don't, and you know, by the same token of what uh, Kelly just said, I'd, I'd rather play the yes plus three eighty to make mm-hmm. the playoffs than the plus mm-hmm. four hundred to win the division. Yeah, twenty cents less, but still, give me two extra spots to work with. So. Yeah, I mean, the more this shapes up, again, there's plenty of baseball left, right? Two months, all this can change. Uh, each night, you know, baseball will have new momentum. Momentum only as long as your next starting pitcher. But right now, it's looking at like the Phillies. The Phillies are widely acknowledged by most of our baseball experts in this division to have the best roster anyway. And it's a shame for the Mets. I mean, that's that's the real shame of this. If you're a Mets fan listening, I don't, you know, I don't have to tell you this. It, it, the Jacob deGrom thing is so sad for them yeah. because... What he was doing this year, like how many times you and I don't stop and like gush over much nerdy stuff, but when Jacob deGrom would be on TV while we were doing the show, we would kind of, we wouldn't stop everything we're doing, but we would always be paying attention to what he was doing. One eye up to see what was going on with him, for sure. That's a shame. And you know, there's not only that, but I mean, you know, the... So the original timeline for Noah Syndergaard was maybe July, and then it gets pushed back to August, and right. now it's pushed back to seven. Maybe he's only going to come out of the bullpen. And all. So it's just it. They got a bunch of bad luck kind of through all of this. I mean, that's not to say that they won't. You know, again, they, not to say they won't make the playoffs here or something. But it was this was kind of the year where it could have been special. And that's not saying it won't. Maybe, maybe Degrom comes back and he's Degrom again, and and, and all that. But it could have been something interesting. It really sure. could yeah. have been. And it still, listen, it, they're still they're still in the lead. Mm-hmm. They they still could make it a magical season. Degrom will come back at some point. But right now, it looks like it's teetering, teetering. Of course, they can come back and win this game still too tonight, and then we'll have a whole different opinion by the end of the night. Yankees all over the Orioles here, nine nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Just yeah. got a just got an opposite field uh, Giancarlo Stanton bomb right there. Turns out they didn't need Garrett Cole tonight. They did not. 
nine and not when they put nine spots up, right? Yeah, and then uh, over here on the uh, what's this other screen here? Blue Jays up six to one um, in their game. And who's that? The tribe they're playing? Yeah, yeah. Blue Jays. Uh, still, you know, we don't talk about the Blue Jays in the AL East just because the Rays, the Red Sox, and then the Yankees always get pressed. But the Blue Jays lurking back in Toronto now. I look, man. They're. I, I, I'm in love, you know, whatever. I'm just in love with this team. So it's just, I love uh, the Jays. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just in love with this. I'm just in love with this lineup, top to bottom, the way that they hit. I mean, it's just, it's going to come down to pitching for them. And I think it's probably not going to be enough. But um, I, I do love this lineup, top to bottom, though. Yeah. Right, in, right now, if the playoffs were to start in the American League, the two wild cards would be the Red Sox and the Athletics uh, with the uh, Rays, White Sox, and Astros winning the divisions. And in the National League, uh, the Mets currently, the Brewers and the Giants would win their respective divisions with the Dodgers and still the Padres as the one and two wild. Could you imagine that wild card game? That would be in in the his, in the brief history of wild card games in Major League Baseball. That would be probably the greatest single wild card matchup yeah. on paper that we've ever had. I that agree. Dodgers team and that Padres team. That would be amazing. Well, we'll see yeah. if we get there. So we, I'm here for that. I would watch it. Yeah, I would. I'd get into that. I would tune in for that, <laughs> and we'd be able to find that. As a matter of fact, see what it was. I don't even want to comment. We're watching. I don't <laughs> I even know what's happening. Phil is going to see that. Listen, this 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 could be live, or this could have happened two weeks ago. I don't know. And I have no idea. That's right. That's right. I, w- I would have no idea. All right, we'll do those very special, or as Kelly said, wacky NFL props next. We'll see if it lasts two seconds, or if we. Uh, have things to say about it as the Phillies just keep on adding. Oh, that was a replay. Still four to nothing against the Nationals. But we'll do those uh, wacky NFL props, and then that'll lead into 32 teams and 32 shows. The Kansas City Chiefs on deck tonight in our continuing series. It's VEASAN's primetime action live from the South Point here in Las Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. Danielle, you have these uh, very... Interesting NFL season total props for the regular season. I am curious to see what you have. Yes. So let's start from the top here. So we have highest individual passing yards in a game. The number is set at five, ten and a half. It's minus one ten on both sides here. And Dak Prescott, I believe, was the leader last year here, passed for five hundred and two yards versus the Browns, which is actually the twenty fourth all time in NFL passing yards in a single game. So a couple other players that are active right now, they're also higher on that list, so could possibly go over this 5'10". What do you think, under 5'10 or over? The NFL record is Norm Van Brocklin, ladies From and gentlemen. From the 50s. He had 554 yards passing in September of 1951. Ah, a great year. Ah, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. So uh, recent history, and let's just call recent history the uh, this century, how about that? Mm-hmm. Elvis Gerback, 504 in 2000. Drew Brees, 510 in 2006. Big Ben, 503 in 2009. Tom Brady, 517 back in 2011. Stafford, 520 in 2012. Eli Manning, 510. So you're getting the idea. Matt Schaub, 527 in 2012. A lot of Matts. That yeah. name just started. Like, Matt Schaub is number two all time on that in this category. That's incredible. It's incredible. For the Texans against the Jaguars. The Texans versus the Jaguars in 2012. Wow. I mean, Romo had one in 2013, 506. So basically, the, the rather than going through all of them, Matt Ryan threw for over 500 yards in a game during the 2016 season, and Derek Carr did in week eight of the 2016 season. I think those are the last two times it's happened. Recent, yeah. So, like, the other thing for something like this to happen is it has to be a somewhat competitive game. And the other team also has to be having a ton of offense as well, right? Because everyone thinks like, oh, well, what about a blowout? And the team just starts throwing the ball over the place. Well, yeah, they throw the ball, but the other team's just running the ball. They're trying to milk the clock and get the game over with. So, like, you have to have a shootout happen for something like this. Yeah, like, think that Cardinals-Bills uh, game last year, right? Or that Rams-Chiefs game a few years ago. Oh, yeah, didn't that have That's a call, 500 Sam, yard yeah. passer, passing in that game? I was looking that I up because Jared Goff oh. is on this list, but it was not in that game. So it's like teams with horrible secondaries who might have good offenses. And so, again, it's like you bring up the Cowboys and, like, Cowboys are going to have one of the worst secondaries in all the NFL and they're going to have an awesome offense. And so it's like you could you target a game involving the Cowboys possibly that, you know, something like that could could potentially happen. The problem is it's like all the other teams with, like, really horrible secondaries, you don't really – 
jump up and down about the offense, right? Like the Jets are going to be bad. The Raiders are going to be bad. The Falcons, the Lions, all those. I mean, yeah, maybe the Falcons, you know, whatever they, they could, maybe you could see them getting in a shootout or something like that. But that's, you need a, you need a scoring environment for something like this to happen because it can't just be a one-way street because the other team's just going to milk the clock by running, running the ball. And you're not going to have a time. You're not going to have Unique time situation. to throw for, yeah, you're not going to have time to throw for often. 500. And, yeah. This is under nothing, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right, what about the next one? Most individual interceptions thrown. So the number here, 21 and a half, slight juice to the under here at minus 115, minus 105 on the over. So Carson Wentz and Drew Locke tied for 15 interceptions each last season. But Jameis Winston, who is on the Saints, by the way, and fighting for a quarterback spot, had 30 in 2019. So what do you think? Over or under 21 and a half individual interceptions thrown? Give me that last number, that last stat, Daniel. Who had Jameis Winston? Through oh yes, the, the thirty, old, 30 the old thirty thirty season. season. Favorite season, not the record you want, like ever. but Bonds, the record he has. Canseco, Winston, Winston. It's <laughs> amazing. I love it. That's my favorite. I was freaking out watching that game. I will not forget that game for the rest of my life. In the D in downtown in downtown Vegas here, just rooting for him to throw one more interception. So he got there and did it on a pick six in overtime. Jeez, legend. 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 That year he did that. That year he threw nine more picks than the next closest guy. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, nine more picks. So that's twenty-one then. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I think this would be under for me or nothing as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, so you try to look at these. So the thing was with Tampa, that was a super pass-heavy offense and and a team that was fairly bad when Jameis was there. So he was throwing all the time as well. So you look at like these teams where quarterbacks might be throwing a ton because that's what you have to have and you probably need a bad team as well and I you know I don't hate I mean maybe maybe Goff and the Lions maybe Goff could end up throwing 22 picks but that'd be it and like you'd probably just feel better about just betting an individual yeah bet on him you know because you have Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson two rookies that are expected to start from those were two out game one yeah right but you're right you probably just bet on them individually by the way the record for most interceptions thrown in a season did you mention that no George Blanda 1962 AFL Houston 42 picks <laughs> what did uh, Aikman had a lot in his rookie year right I think he was way up there I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it was near 30 though because like nobody, no, wasn't nobody 30. There's only been 30 interception seasons 12 times, Winston being the the last of those. What was the last one before him? Do you have that up there? Sorry. Uh, yes, the last one before him wasn't any time recently. You'd have to go all the way back to 1980 and Richard Todd for the Jets. There's Jets fans out there like, Richard Todd, <laughs> Todd. I don't know that guy at all, but that's what James Winston. Oh, no, I messed, I messed up one. Vinny Testaverde, but not with the Jets, with the Buccaneers in 1988. He actually threw the second most of all time, 35. Wow, okay. But, I mean, since before Winston, you'd have to go back to the 80s. It's a real outlier to get to 22 picks is the thing. So, I mean, again, it's like an it's an under or pass for me because it's right. just – it's like – I agree. You, you look, yeah, Jameis threw for 30, but then again, the next guy was at 21, and then everyone else was pretty much yeah. far below that. And then you start looking at these other seasons, and it's just kind of an outlier for someone be, to throw. Be, because if you throw a lot of picks, at some point, they're just going to sit you down. Well, and that's the other thing, yeah. right? Is you, you have to look at at what point do some of these guys that even have a chance of this happening 
do they just lose their job, right? Mm -hmm. And like, so again, Jameis would lose his job to Taysom Hill, right? Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't, he would never get the chance to to even get there, right? I guess that's where I think rookies, though, would be the only ones you could bet. But then I think you guys are right. You would just target them individually for whatever their individual interception number is. Because like Zach Wilson, if he throws a bunch, they're not, they're not yanking him. Like he's got, he's going to play. I mean, and probably unless the Jaguars are really in contention, same thing with Lawrence, I would think. Yeah. What about uh, receptions? Highest individual reception total. So the number here, 130 and a half, juice to the under, minus 130 here. Last season, Stefan Diggs had the most with 127 receptions. Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins behind him at 115. Each. I mean, that's an under or nothing, too. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take the minus 130 juice. There's only been four instances in NFL history of more than 130 and a half receptions. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas in 2019, who had 149, that's the record. Marvin Harrison back at the Colts in 2002 with 143. Antonio Brown for the Steelers in 2015 with 136. And Julio Jones actually had 136 that same season for the Falcons. That's the list, period. Yeah, that actually looks like one I'd bet then. Yeah. Every, every situation you just described is a perfect combination of like an explosive offense with a great quarterback and and a great wide receiver. I mean, like that Michael Thomas, like it's like the whole offense went through him that year. It felt like, yeah, no, I agree. That, I mean, that's the entire list. So. Yeah, I mean, you look. At, granted, we we do get, we do have an extra game this year, right? So there is. And football has changed over time. And there's there yeah. it's far more pass happy. But I mean, even if we look back to last year. As far as receptions go, I mean, Stephon Diggs at 127, and that was 12 more than DeAndre Hopkins, who was the next in line, right? And so even if you're talking about adding an extra game, I mean, 10 catch games are not very frequent. And even at that, for DeAndre Hopkins, puts him at 125. The only person, if we, if we you know, even prorate this to an extra game that would have gotten there would have been Steph Diggs, and that's it. So one guy would have gotten there even with an extra game. Pierre Garcon caught 113 for Washington in 2013. <laughs> I do not recall that. Rabbit hole. I do not recall that. Oh, I love Pierre. I got a story for you later about him. Peter Waiter, love him. All right. Uh, what about individual 200-yard receiving games? So I'm imagining this means, Kelly, it can be the same player if they have multiple games because last season uh, it just had two players here, Tyler Lockett and Tyreek Hill. In 2019, it was three players. 2018, also three. 2017, four players. And can I just say, go Amari Cooper because he had 2019, 2018, and 2017. He notched one of those games. Yeah, he's he's always has like one game where he goes nuclear. It's crazy. Yeah, It's a great question, you know, because I didn't really think about it, but it is listed on DraftKings this way. So, yes, I would think if you have one wide receiver that is multiple, that would count towards the yeah. Multiple, yes, it would count towards the count. All right, so number here, four and a half, and slightly juiced to the under at minus 115. Yeah. If there was plus money on the over, I would take the over because for the same reason we're talking about, Gil, one extra game in the season, so you you get a, that many more more opportunities for, for it to happen. You get 30, you know, 32 more opportunities for, for it to happen because 32 teams get an extra game. And then on top of that, you're looking at the the way that the game has changed, the way the game is refed, and all the things. So, I mean, if you were getting better than the the minus money, I, I would just kind of buck the system with there not being that many over the course of history and play the over. I mean, but 2014 it, was with, the last time this went over, and it was eight eight players. Jeez, most most uh, just does nothing to do with this prop. But most uh, 200 yard games by any receiver in NFL history, a tie five apiece for Lance Allworth of the Chargers back in the day and Megatron. For the Lions. I believe that as well. Uh, I believe that as well. 
What about this rushing yards one real quick here? Number of individual 200-yard rushing games. The number's three and a half. Juice to the over here at minus 130. So the last season, five games this happened. Three of them belonged to Derrick Henry. And then we had Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor as well. Before that, it was two players, three players, four, three, and two. Probably over, but it's not something I would grab. I don't like that. It's not as exciting. Well, now that it's juiced up, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if that was – I would lean to the over there as well because – this is something that's like a little bit easier to do. If you break one eighty yarder, mm-hmm. and then like then you just compound from there, and you can get to two hundred. But and yeah, if, I, and if Derrick Henry gets hurt, you are right behind the eight ball. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So. It's funny though. It's interesting to see these ones that are juiced. Like people have clearly bet these. Like these have been yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That worked out nicely, Kelly. How about that? Yes. Well done, Kelly. Perfection. Well done. 32 teams, 32 shows continues with the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll update all the scores of baseball as well next, right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.